Woo woo! Welcome to another episode of Constance the Podcast. I'm your host, Constance Ann, and you guys. Let's go ahead and start today's episode off with a bitch. Did you see that tweet? I want to get this tweet out the way really quickly so I can talk my shit. And then we can talk about some other things that happened to me yesterday that I cannot wait to share with you all. So, I came across this tweet on Twitter, as you guys know. Bitch, did you see that tweet? It's a video. Let's play it. Alright you guys, so for those that are listening on podcast streaming platforms, there is a couple inside of a Cold Stone and they are irate and they are mad because um, Cold Stone is closed. They came in a minute prior to closing. I, I guess they came in at 829. The place closes at 830, so they are upset. Um, the woman in the couple proceeds to tell a sob story about how her four-year-old daughter is meeting this guy for the first time, and she gives a sob story like, let me let me, let me, me be real with you guys, all right? I think a lot of people like to talk about customer service. I'm going to talk about customer etiquette. I feel like every time I show y'all a video of somebody doing some bullshit to an employee, do not go to a place a minute before they close and expect to get served. I think when you go to a place a minute before they close, you have to be under the expectation that they may not let you in. Okay, if they if they let you in and they service you, kudos to them. But I think it's expected that you may not get served. Now, let's say that you believe that you should get served. If you don't, do I think you should go back and forth with the motherfuckers, the employees? I do not think you should be going back and forth with the employees because the motherfuckers are trying to close and go home. These are regular people. Nobody cares about the corporations they work for like that, right? And I think we all know that. Um, what else is fucking crazy? It's fucking Cold Stone. I get it if it's like CVS and they need some medication for the four-year-olds. You want ice cream, bitch? Take your ass to motherfucking Walmart, get you a tub of ice cream and call it a motherfucking day. This is just the stupidest interaction I have ever fucking seen. But what's crazy is this is actually how customers work at different corporations that I have worked for. I've experienced shit like this. Not to this extent. I have never met anybody this extreme. Now let's get into the sob story because this is crazy. The woman in the couple is saying that her four-year-old daughter is going to meet this guy for the first time. If this guy cannot handle rejection and fucking Cold Stone because Cold Stone is closed, I do not think you should be introducing your daughter to this man. People need to really be weary about who they introduce their kids to. The nigga's temper is terrible, so I don't know how he treats you when he gets angry, but I would not be introducing him to my daughter, my son, nobody. This is a terrible influence. You don't get something you want, so now you cussing at the employees. You teaching your daughter to do that in other establishments and then you don't even care about who your kid meets. This is not a good, this is not a good mix. You guys, um, all I can say is have some fucking common sense. Don't go places minutes before they close. That's just poor etiquette all the way together, period. I get if it's an emergency last minute. Like I said, CVS, you have to go because an emergency happened at home. But bitch, ice cream? No. Wasn't important. Wasn't necessary. Keep it moving. And don't just introduce your kids to any motherfucking body. Just because you dating somebody don't mean your kid need to meet them. 
People be doing that. And I'm not saying that this is this woman's case, but I notice a lot of people will do things like, let's say they they date multiple people in a year and their kid is meeting all of the people that they're dating. Like, what do you think this does to the kid? What are you doing? Like, I think you should be very um, intentional about who you introduce to your children. If I was a single parent and I was dating or if I was co-parenting or whatever, if I had a kid and I was in the dating world, you would not be meeting my kid until close to engagement when we start talking about marriage, not one, two, three, four months into it. And I don't know how long she's been with this person, but if she's been with this person long enough and it's okay with this behavior, she probably shouldn't be a mom. I don't know. You know, this isn't good behavior. This is not. That's all I can say. Tisk, 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 tisk. Don't be like these people, you guys. If you want to see the rest of the video, because I know I closed out early because all it was was just yelling, yelling, yelling. Sorry. If you guys want to see the rest of the video, head on over to Twitter. Is quote retweeted on my timeline, on my tweets, whatever. At Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. That is where you can see today's episode of Bitch, Did You See That? Tweet this ep- today's episode, today's segment, today's tweet. That's where you can see today's tweet, all right? You guys, let's get into the great news. Last night, was it last night? Yeah, yesterday after I finished podcasting, I had the opportunity to get on live with Don't Call Me White Girl. Now, to know me is to know that I love Don't Call Me White Girl. I listened to a couple of different podcasts, but hers is one that I do not miss every Wednesday. Anyways, I got to get on live with her, and I honestly feel like, first of all, I'm very grateful for the opportunity to have spoken to her, but I'm so upset at, like, me not having a good elevator pitch. Like, I was so nervous that I was just talking and listening. I was taking in all the information she was giving me. She told me to go on live, which we're going to get into that later on. But she was just giving me some advice, which I was really appreciative of. But um, I screen recorded. And after screen recording, I'm looking in the com- I'm looking at the, the screen recording. And I see in the comments, everyone's asking, like, what's your podcast? What's your podcast? And I didn't even realize that I didn't even stay in my podcast. I was just... I don't even know. I was just so like nervous that I didn't say anything. So and as I sit and I reflect, I realized what I could have done better. And I guess that's good for future experiences. Just having an, ele- an elevator pitch ready to go. I told you guys that yesterday I was a guest on the Come Up Culture podcast. I hope you guys have subscribed to her podcast and y'all are staying tuned for my interview. But anyways, I was a guest on her podcast and she asked, like, she was like, go ahead and introduce yourself. And I think, again, I failed to mention that I was a podcast host of Constance the Podcast. I was just like, hey, um, my name is Constance. I'm a podcaster and I left the podcast out. I guess because I don't know. I think... I don't know. I got to get better at the elevator pitch. Not a good excuse. I don't have any reason as to why I failed to mention the podcast, but um, that is a lesson for me going forward. Make sure that I have a good, clean, and concise introduction. State my name. State what I do. Um, and I, I encourage you guys to do the same. I don't know if you guys are in the corporate world. I don't know if y'all are in the creative world, but make sure you have a good 30-second elevator pitch 30 second quick can't even be shorter than 30 seconds just something that fully summarizes what you do and grasps the attention of whoever it is that you're talking to I think it's a plus that I can say something like oh I podcast every day because automatically everybody's like what every day every day every day so that was a woot woot toot toot for me just felt good to be able to say that and hopefully that was something memorable but I hate that I didn't mention my podcast name because there's a bunch of people on this podcast and I could have put myself on but I think while I was um in the live my intention wasn't even to put myself on to others. My intention was just to have a conversation with her because I hadn't had the opportunity to like ever talk to her. So again, she was dope. I appreciate her for letting me on. And 
like I said, she gave me some advice and some tips. And one of those tips was to get on live every fucking day. Get on live as often as possible and engage with my followers. So initially she had asked, like, what do you do to engage with your viewers? And all I could think was, you know, Instagram reels and TikTok. And I think I do a good job of engaging with you guys on YouTube, but I kind of neglect the other followers that I have more so because I feel like I'm promoting on so many different platforms and sometimes there are just so many comments to keep up with. And I feel like a lot of them are just engaging with a quick 30 second clip that doesn't necessarily encompass everything that I was talking about. So to the ones that are sitting in actually watching the full 25, 30, 40 hour episode or the ones that are listening on Apple Podcasts, like to the ones that actually listen, I want to engage with y'all more because you guys are really giving me my time. To the ones that's taking, to the ones that are commenting to videos out of context, I just feel less inclined to respond. And again, more so because it's just a lot. Like I'm doing a lot on social media, so I just get overwhelmed. But I'm, I don't want to say that I'm not appreciative of those that engage with me. I am. I just, um, my mind is just like, create the podcast Boom. Create the podcast, put out my promos, and that's it. And, like, I just know that I talk to you guys more often than every other app. So let me just say thank you to everybody that engages with Constance the Podcast, period. And so since she told me to go live, she encouraged me to go live to give everybody the opportunity to engage with me. That's something that I'm going to do. Um, I'm going live every Sunday on Instagram at Constance the Pod. Go ahead and follow me at Constance the Pod. And every Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern, we're going to talk, y'all. We're going to recap on the episodes. I'm going to hear y'all's points and views and, and, and perspectives and thoughts on the episodes. We're going to shit talk as always. And of course, I'm going to be giving live advice. So if y'all don't want to call in, not a problem. Y'all can tap in with me there and type and be like, Constance, I need da-da-da-da-da. Constance, da 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 We can just talk and we can connect and we can vibe. Again, I want to say I appreciate everybody that taps in and gives me their time. Even to the people that are listening to the 30-second clips, 40-second clips, you don't even have to take time out of your day to comment, and you do, so I appreciate you. I just have been really bad, I feel like, with engaging with a lot of, like, keeping up with the shit. Now, I want to be completely honest. I feel like I have seen how social media comments can affect people's mental health, and y'all know my mental health comes first, so I don't want to be... I don't think I get negative comments, but I don't want to look at a negative comment and be so focused on it. So I just try to engage with the ones that are really taking time to head over and make that content for me. I mean, head over and comment on the content that I'm making, like the full, long, dedicated videos. The ones that are sitting and listening to the full episodes. I really appreciate you guys. I appreciate everybody. You guys are awesome. You guys rock. It really, the chat with her really put into perspective that I need to engage with you guys more. And so that is something that I am going to do um yeah that was a great opportunity really cool like I am not mad about it another thing I want to say is I realized that I failed to do this too so I told y'all I failed to do the um the elevator pitch I think for me when I'm talking to people I've noticed that I fail to like ask for things I think I'm really like shy about asking for things and not even shy I just like I don't know what my fucking um intention is behind these conversations right like when I had asked to join her live I don't know what I thought I was gonna do I just wanted the opportunity to talk she was asking everybody if they had watched her episode her latest episode and most people were tapping on saying no so I was like okay well let me tell her I watched it and give her her answers then and then the conversation will flow there on I'm always like God will just guide me but no I need to have some intention behind um these discussions that I'm having with people you know I've reached out to a couple people and I think I've just failed to say Give me feedback on the podcast or, or you know, just let me know what you, what you think. Um, she was kind enough to say, hey, send me your podcast. And I was like, yeah, I'll send it. But I should have, I feel like I should have taken it upon myself to ask for feedback. 
about the podcast episode that she watches. Just not being afraid to ask for what I want. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, I don't know. Like, the world is ours, you guys. I don't know if anybody can relate. Like, you'll get to talking to somebody that's... Um, you get to talking to somebody that uh, is important to you or, or some not important, but like somebody that you look up to in whatever industry you're in. Or you get to talking to somebody that has some um, a bigger presence than you in the industry that you're in. And you kind of just drop the ball. Don't be afraid to ask for things going forward. I'm going to make sure I'm like asking straight up like, hey, if you check out my podcast, please leave me some feedback. Um, having that elevator pitch ready to go. This just really puts it to perspective. Like I got to get my communication on point when it comes to talking to people in the industry that I'm in. So um, just had some time to reflect on what I did. You know, hindsight is 2020. It's always good to have these experiences so that you can learn from them. So um, I hope in hearing my story, y'all can prep yourselves for that moment. Just always being prepared. Because if you're not prepared and the opportunity comes, then you'll fall flat on your face. I don't think I fell flat on my face, but I'm like, I could have done better. And so, again, grateful for the opportunity so that I can learn from it. And I hope you guys are learning from my faults that I went through. So don't forget, I'm going live every Sunday on Instagram at Constance the Pod. Follow me. If you don't got an Instagram account, make one. And follow me at Constance the Pod. And every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern time, we are going motherfucking live. I'll be going live throughout the week as well. I went live today. I had a good time with uh, April and Kim. Shout out to them. Hey, shout out to uh, April. Shout out to April and my girlfriend yesterday. They watched yesterday's episode and both of them let me know that they noticed some differences in the quality of content. And for sure, the video quality was not given the way it should have gave. And I was struggling with my camera. That's besides the point. I really appreciate them for acknowledging that they noticed something different that tells me that they're paying attention. I'm sure other people may have noticed regardless of whatever. I'm just saying I really do appreciate you guys. That's all I'm saying. Like, I appreciate those that take time out of their day and they're invested in watching my content because you don't have to do that. So you guys rock. I really love all of my viewers. I love all of you guys. And so, again, that's why I'm going to give you guys more opportunities to engage with me. Now, I want to talk about purpose really quickly when I did the po the podcast interview with the come up culture podcast T Marie I guess she 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 brought to my attention that I talk about my purpose a lot and so I just want to talk about how I know that I'm walking in my purpose because I don't know if I articulated it in that episode well and it kind of just made me sit and think so I wanted to share that with you guys really quickly I think how I know that I'm walking in my purpose is because no matter what direction I go in, no matter what I pursue, podcasting always comes back to me. I cannot, like, turn my back on it. And if I do, it's only but for so long, and then it'll just be thrown back in my face. Um, I told you guys there'd be different instances where I'm out and about, and somebody random that I haven't seen in the longest time will come to me and say, I love your podcast. You got to get back to podcasting. When is the podcast episode coming out? Like, the fact that the podcast is impacting people enough to want to come up to me and ask about it is enough of a sign to let me know, okay, God's telling me I got to get back to this. Um, it, like Again, it doesn't matter what I do. Podcasting is always being brought back to me. And ever since I, be, ever since I embarked in the podcasting journey, I haven't been able to turn away from it. Um, I remember there was a point in time I was in LA. I wasn't podcasting. I get a friend. She hits me up and she's like, what's going on? We need more episodes. Like, it's constantly being thrown in my face. And so that's how I know that this is my purpose. That's how I know that this is what I'm being called to do. Um, yeah, so if you're struggling trying to figure out, am I doing, is this like my purpose? Am I walking to my purpose? If you're not sure if you're walking to your purpose, just sit and think and reflect how many times, and it may not look the same for you guys, but someone may be able to relate. How many times have you tried to walk away from your purpose and it's being presented to you over and over and over again. Like, I feel like when it's your purpose and you're being called to do it, you have no option but to to serve your purpose. You have no option but to cater to that thing. 
Um, so just pay attention, you guys. And anytime you feel like you're, anytime you feel like you're embarking on something else, and you hear God or you hear somebody telling you, "Hey, get back to this," or you just feel like you need to get back to something, that thing that's pulling you back is probably your purpose. And I'm not talking about pulling you back in a sense of fear. I'm literally talking about something calling you to, um, calling you to fulfill something. I don't know. Does that make sense? I think it makes sense. Like again, the reason I know that I'm walking in my purpose is because. I cannot turn my back on podcasting. No matter how much I try, it is constantly being pushed on me. And not in a bad way. It's just being brought to my forefoot and in so many different directions. No matter where I look, no matter where I go, I'm constantly being reminded, Constance, get to podcasting. You got a podcast. You got a podcast. You got a podcast. Like, I don't know how big the purpose is. You know what I'm saying? I don't know exactly what it is that God has planned for me, but I do know that this is a part of what I need to do. And again, the reason I know is because I'm constantly being told, to get active in podcasting. Um, yeah, so I thought I would share that with you guys because I think it is it's an important um, thing to do. I think also just, uh, you know, me working on my relationship with God is making it easier for me to hear God in different ways. Um, I talked to you guys about how I feel like God can talk to you in so many different ways and through different people, right? And I think when we don't know God's voice, it's hard to determine if this is God talking to us or if it's just, something else or if it's just like a random voice you know what i'm saying so getting close to god and being becoming familiar with his voice will allow you to pick up on the different conversations that you're having with god like you'd be so surprised i hear a lot of people saying things like oh god doesn't talk to me like girl god is talking you just gotta listen and i think the way to listen and hear like the best way is to work on that relationship like get to know god's voice that's really why i read the bible i read the bible because um i get to see how god interacts with others and it makes it easier for me to pick up on when i'm talking to god and when i'm pulling myself down a rabbit hole based on fear you know uh so yeah you guys i hope like I hope that was helpful. Um, I want to recap really quickly. Yesterday we did Bible study, right? And in Bible study, I said it was Job 1 through 6. It was after, it was actually Job 1 through 4. So today I read 5 through 7. And in 1 through 4, I talked to you guys about how First of all, let me just pray really quickly. God, thank you so much for everything you've done for us. Thank you for this day. Thank you for my viewers. Thank you for this life. Thank you, God, for everything. I ask that you guide my words as I go in to give this brief Brief interpretation of Job 5, 6, and 7. Thank you, God, for my life. Thank you, God, for this tongue. Thank you, God, for my purpose. And thank you, God, for calling me forward to do what it is that you need me to do. Um, open everyone's ears, hearts, and minds to receive this word. We love you, God. We appreciate you, God. And we thank you so much for being an amazing, awesome God. Amen. Okay, so in 5, 6, and 7. So I talked about how in Job 1 through 4, Job's friends comes and they're silent, right? In 5, 6, and 7, you hear Job's friends talking, and they begin to give Job advice because Job is starting to get negative about the shit he's going through. Remember, Job has the mump, the mumps, bumps, and measles on his body. He's sick. He's in pain, and he's starting to express how upset he is with the situation with God. And the friends are there to say, the friends are basically there to remind him, like, don't, don't shit on God. Don't turn your back on God. God's got you. Just They're, they're just being there to console God. And so what I want to talk about there is um, having those friends that not only have your back, that not only support you, but can, that are well-versed in God and that can help you along on your journey with God. Does that make sense? I talked about having different friends for different purposes in, I think it was like the, the episode that I made back in December where I talked about the things I learned in my 20s or something like that, right? Understanding that you can, that you can have, excuse me, understanding that you can have friends for different things in your life. 
Not everybody's going to be that $40 friend, right? Not everybody's going to be that friend that you can call. Not everybody's going to be the friend that you can go out to have a great time with. I think it's important that you, and then today I watched the Know For Sure podcast with B. Simone and Megan. And they talked about, you know, have, keeping inventory of your friends and knowing what type of friends you have and what purposes they serve in your life. Um, I think in Job 5, 6, and 7, we can see that Job has friends that know God and that can help him stay strong in his faith. And I think that that's great to have. Having that friend in Christ is equally as important as having that friend that is a good time when y'all go out, which is equally as important as having that friend that can pray, as, which is equally important that it's having that friend that can help you get a job, which is equally as important as having that friend that can be there for you when you need $40. I don't know. Just, you know, be mindful of the friends that you are keeping. And I think it's really important to have those friends that know God. You, I can't express to you guys how many times I've needed a friend to just pray with. Somebody to remind me that God has got me and to have those friends in my corner that can be there for me to tell me, Constance, God is there. Don't forget. You know, there'll be times where I'm fretting and my girlfriend's like, girl, don't even trip. Like God's got you. Have faith. And those are the things that I need. Those are the discussions that I need sometimes to keep me afloat. Um, so be mindful of those people that you have in your circle, in your corner. Um, again, don't be upset if one friend can't cater to you in a way that you would like because I feel like you should have different friends for different purposes. Or I feel like it's okay. Let me not say you should have. I feel like it's okay. And I also want to note this. I know I'm constantly talking about friends, and I know that some people's friends may be family members. I think friends, I think family members can be friends. And don't feel like you don't have anything because you're, you don't have, like, friends outside of your family. If your family is your friend, you are so blessed. Um, I know that there are people, like, I have friends whose moms are their best friends, and I think that that is a true blessing. To be able to go somebody that shares the same blood as you, that can really understand you, hear you, that has known you your whole life, somebody that you can really connect with. Because a lot of us don't have that anyways. Your friend doesn't have to be somebody that you met in school like I ha like I did. Your friend can really be a family member. Um, just keep an inventory of your friends, appreciating your friends. I think, I y'all know, I'm really big on friendship. And so it's great that as I'm reading Job, I get to see how his friends are navigating in his life. And um, that's really all that I have to say, you guys. Just be mindful of the friends that you have. Don't be upset if, I don't know, just like really understand that you can have different friends for different purposes in your life. And that's okay. I said it once before and I'll say it again. Not every friend is the $40 friend. Yeah, you can't call every friend for $40, but that's okay. To have that one friend that you can call on, that's enough. To have that one friend that'll help you pray, that's enough. To have that one friend that's there to pick you up when you fall, that's enough. Like, really, it is enough. Friends are great. I love my friends. I, t I talk about friendship a lot because I don't think people talk about that shit. That's why I like the Know For Sure podcast. You get to see a beautiful friendship in the works. And so, shout out to them. Kudos to them for what they're doing. Shout out to Job's friends for being there to have his back and make sure that he knows that God is not forsaking him. And shout out to, to y'all's friends. Shout out to my friends for sure that I've got my back anytime. Um, a lot of my friends reached out to me yesterday, like telling me that they were proud of me. They were happy for me, letting me know that they they were so proud of me for being on the Don't Call Me White Girl podcast. A lot of them tapped in late, but um, and I wasn't even paying attention to the comments. Like one thing about me is I really try not to read comments because I just don't want anything negative to fuck with my mental and get me like I just really am big on not feeding into negativity right because it's always that one dickhead somewhere and I don't even want to give it attention y'all know I saw something that was like um I read something that said 
negative comments elicit some type of function in the brain, some type of chemical in the brain that will, I don't want to misuse words, but it can do a lot for you mentally that then like good comments can. And so that's why people tend to focus on the negativity more than they focus on the positive stuff. Because like literally in your brain, your brain is processing the negative things a lot different than the positive things. And the chemicals that are released in your brain, when you see that negativity is, is, is causing you to be more drawn to it. So I try to just stay away from all that shit altogether. But I also want in saying that I don't want to say that I'm neglecting or not appreciative of the positive things. So anyways, I saw friends commenting and telling me that they were proud of me. And I was so appreciative for the friends that were clapping for me because they didn't have to do that. They didn't have to tell me that they were proud. They didn't even have to tell me that they saw me in there. It meant a lot to me. Friends are just great to have. So I treasure and I do appreciate them so much. Whew. Um, yes, I'm trying to think, is there anything else that I have to say? We still going to keep reading Job, y'all. So as I read Job, I'm going to keep coming back to you guys. I hope you guys are reading and don't just take my word for it. Um, I'm simply just reading the Bible. I'm coming to talk to y'all about it. I ain't no pastor, no preacher. I think y'all know that. Definitely read the Bible. Read the book yourself. Come up with your own interpretation. And I would love to talk to y'all about that too. If When we get on the live on Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern time on Instagram at Constance Power, follow me. Or comment down below, but definitely hop on that live, all right? Um, yeah, I would love to uh, talk to y'all. And, and hear y'all's interpretations about this book. And again, don't just take my word for it. Like, get into it yourselves and 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 hear what messages God is bringing to you. You guys know, um, not you guys know, damn, I just forgot. One thing about me, bitch, I be forgetting. Oh, okay, so we were talking about purpose, right? And it just came to my mind. And I just lost it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, okay. So knowing God's voice, right? You know what's crazy? I talked to Don't Call Me White Girl yesterday, right? And she's encouraging me to get on live. Prior to that, I was, you know, I did the interview with the Come Up Culture podcast. She had mentioned that she was on live and she asked if I did live. And I kind of just brushed it off like, nah, I don't do live. And then about a week or two ago, uh, Raniqua Broad, excuse me, Raniqua Broadnax, the host of the Money Making Honey podcast, tweeted me a video of Tabitha Brown talking about how she was getting on live every single day. And I kind of brushed it off, but I think not even, I think God is, that has been my next instruction from God get on live. Like it's been coming to me in so many different ways. And had I been more receptive to it or just open to it, I could have been live in it. But I think I heard, I heard it from the right voice. Like God be talking to you. That's what I'm saying. Just be listening. Anyways, I heard it from the right voice and it's, and it's, um, Got me ready to walk into the next stage of my life. So I'm live in it now. And I think God has been trying to tell me to, to do it. And um, that's what I'm saying. Like that repetition, like it's constantly coming back to you. Y'all got to pay attention because God's not going to let an opportunity pass you by. It don't matter how many times I get on here and I'm negative. I do understand that God really isn't going to let an opportunity pass you by. And it's going to keep coming to you louder and louder and louder and louder and louder until you hear it. Like I needed to hear it from all three of them for it to click. And especially hearing it from Don't Call Me White Girl set the tone for me. Because as soon as she said it, she was like, make a flyer or whatever. After I got off the live with her, I went boom. After I uploaded the podcast, made my flyer and set, told myself, all right, we getting on live. I'm going to get on live after I drop this episode. All right. We are doing an advice column submission, and we are ending today's show. Okay, you guys? Today's advice column submission is a Reddit, and it is, Dear Constance, my girlfriend tried testing my loyalty by using her sister. Making this short, we've been dating for about a month. She had her sister agree to plan, and the sister tried to kiss me. 
excuse me, she had her sister agree to a plan and the sister tried to kiss me. I shoved her rather aggressive, aggressively and yelled at her. I found out it was a test. Is it bad that I was, it, is it bad that I was to break up because of this? It made me extremely uncomfortable. What should I do? That's just crazy. You need to break up with her. That's weird. Why are you putting your boyfriend through tests? Why are you putting your partners through tests? That's what I'm saying. Communicate. What are you testing your partner for? To see if they loyal? So you assuming they ain't loyal? So why are you with them? Use your brains, y'all. Don't just be dating people to date people. Because if you don't think they loyal, why are you committing to them? Because the next step from boyfriend and girlfriend is like engagement and marriage, right? So if you... If the loyalty is murky, why are you even committing anything to them? Why are you going to call somebody your partner and they're not loyal? That's weird. That What she did was weird. That's not okay. I don't think anybody should be telling you that's okay. That's not right. I would break up with her and I'll let her know that's weird. Like, your next partner, don't be running them through tests. Matter of fact, take your time and make sure they're loyal to you and you're loyal to them before you get into a, a relationship with them because that's weird. Right. If y'all have advice for this person, leave it down below in the comment section. That's just weird. That's not right. If my girlfriend tried to put me through a loyalty test, I'd be like, girl, I am not in no damn. I don't even know what the fuck I would say. I was trying to come up with something clever, but bitch, that's just weird. We running through uh let's get deep. I got one card right here. I'm gonna read it and we're gonna end today's show. If you're still here, that means you fuck with today's episode. So if you need advice, call in. All right, 240-587-3186. Call in, leave me a voicemail, and I'll address it in the next episode. Again. The number is 240-587-3186. Before we get back into the episode, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe if you are watching this on YouTube. And if you're tuned in on podcast streaming platforms, make sure you leave a review and a rating. All right, let's head back into today's episode. The card reads, if a miracle happened tonight while you were sleeping, how different do you imagine your life would be when you wake up? What problem would be solved? Y'all know what the miracle would be? The miracle would be that... Bitch, I was up, up. Like, I'm up now, but I'll be up, 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 up. Like, podcasts will be on a major TV network. Money will be good. Mom's bills will be paid. I will be in my own place. Family will be taken care of. I will have a team. I wouldn't be doing this shit on my own. I will still be podcasting every day, but it will be my literal job, making money from the shit. Um, full ownership of everything that I do. Full creative direction of everything that I do. That's what the fuck the miracle would be, bitch. And I could get right. And and yeah, that's that's what the fuck the miracle would be. How different do I imagine my life would be? I feel like my life would be the same. As long as I still got time to work out and kick it with my dog and eat good, life will still be the same, honey. Continue to worship and praise God because I know you did it. Because he always do. Um, that time is coming. Before I know it, one day I'm going to wake up and I'll be like, damn, I got that. So we're going to end today's show. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. I would love to know what a miracle would look like for y'all. Comment that shit down below. Um, don't forget, I'm going live every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern on Instagram. Follow me at Constance the Pod. Follow me on TikTok at Constance the Pod. Follow my personal pages, Black Mocha, B-L-A-C-K-M-0-C-H-A. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Pinterest. You can check out my month vlogs on YouTube. Just search for Black Mocha. If you aren't already doing so, subscribe to Constance the Podcast, wherever you listen to me on, whether it's YouTube, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever it is, tap in, get right. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. If you want your music featured here on the show, send it to me, ConstanceThePodcast at gmail.com. All right. Um, leave me a review and a rating after today's show. Y'all know I need it. We're trying to get 20 by the end of the month. We're still in the beginning of the month, so get right with me. Follow me everywhere, you guys. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I think that's all I got to say. 
And uh, if you didn't know, this is a visual podcast, so you can definitely check me out on YouTube. Just search for Constance the Podcast, and you can listen to me on the go. If you don't want to stay in the YouTube app, all right, just search for Constance the Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, I'll be there. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace.